Welcome to Little Wax Arcade, where we have fun, friends, and fix-it fittings, Jr. Featuring Wreck-It Ralph. It's all new, fully 8-bit, state-of-the-art, and the hottest arcade game in the world. Test your skills against this totally rad wrecker. Who loves living up to his wreck name. Only you can save Niceland. I can fix it. And be the hero. Fix-It Felix Jr. featuring Wreck-It Ralph. Now at Lit Wax Arcade on Route 83. Offering two free quarters on your birthday. It's tardy to the party. You built I down whooping with Tom about very piece of me and we missed the first time around. This time, it wasn't that long ago that I missed it. You know, you think that since I love video games, I would have seen it, but fucking, I don't know. Yeah, this I didn't is, care that much. This is a weird movie to miss if you like video games. Not to say it's like yeah. that much of a classic or that actually that related to video games. It's not like if you like video games, so, you're like <clears throat> legally obligated to, to have seen and loved this movie. But, yeah. Well, I, I, I wasn't expecting it to do what it did, which is one of the better things about it. It doesn't use, like I feel like a DreamWorks movie would, would do, where it's reference after reference of video games. They use the video games as a jumping off point and create their own worlds with it, rather than... Uh, spend all their time in other uh, pre-established video game worlds. Yeah, after the first uh, half hour, pretty much all the video game references dry up, ex except for a an occasional couple references get sprinkled in. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, it just happens to become, it just tur turns into a cartoon adventure that just happens to take place in a completely made-up video game world. And mm -hmm. so it's not like it's... Yeah, it's it might as well just be taking place in the Candyland board game for as much real-world video game uh, stuff actually happens in the game for the last, like, two-thirds of the movie, but... Um, but yeah, Wreck-It Ralph from... I think it's 2012, 2013 or something? Um, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, it is one of the more recent it. movies we've done. Um, I don't know if this is Daniel's formula for what movies to pick, but I try to pick something that's at least usually around five years old. And so that kind hmm. of puts that right at the threshold because we're recording this in 2018, so... Yeah, the movie, it's just got good for your health. It's got the lady who likes to swear a lot, and that seems to be her only brand of humor, is just saying, No. Pussy. He saw no, my I pussy. I disagree with that. He's got a black cock in my pussy. She's, <laughs> That's my Sarah Silverman impression. You need to watch Ralph the Bunny. What's, which the one's bunny? that? Greg the Bunny. Greg the Bunny. Greg the Bunny. No, okay, that's a series, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's got Jane Lynch, who her whole thing always seems to be kind of angry lesbian. Mm. <laughs> Not always. I mean, I, well, she's she's a lesbian in Best in Show, uh, but she's not mm -hmm. like angry all the time. She's not nearly as angry as the lady from uh, Josie and the Pussycats. But anyway. <laughs> okay. So whatever you say, sir. So so how how is it that you never saw this movie before? What what's your problem with Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, my problem with Wreck-It Ralph is his hands are too big, and I was just like, ugh, things with hands, no. It is true. He has big, weird, blocky fingers, which is slightly alarming. No, I don't. I don't have any problem with Wreck-It Ralph. I just never got around to it. <laughs> so turned on by giant Donkey Kong dudes. You didn't want to rescue your... You don't want to put your sexuality at risk by watching this movie. <laughs> I kind of stopped watching Disney movies uh, at some point in... And kind of fell off of even Pixar movies too in theaters. Oh yeah, uh, and this is—I mean—you yeah. only had a kid for a year, so this is something that happened mm -hmm. even before he had a kid. Which, when you have a baby, that kind of kicks you out of being able to go see the movies until that kid's like six or seven, if you're a responsible yeah, I, adult. 
I probably wouldn't have seen Frozen if it hadn't been for my niece. Well, so. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you're... I mean, you're, you're you're a huge Disney fan, so it's not a matter of you being like, oh, Disney is not for kids or anything like that. You have a giant Lego yeah. Disney uh, castle in your house for crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey pants. Yeah, no, I just never got around to it. Yeah, that, that's, that's as valid as anything else. God knows no mm -hmm. one should be... <laughs> with Disney having bought so much goddamn things in the universe. Disney being, like, the distributor of, like, half the entertainment on the planet right now. God forbid anyone should feel legally obligated to go see a Disney movie just because they're putting out a movie that is vaguely related to your interests. I mean, you should... Yeah. Yeah, in the theme of the mo of movie today, you should get an award, a medal, for having waited this yeah. long to see Wreck-It Ralph. Yay, me. Yay, and then you could go back to your little house and kick the nice land people in the ass and... They'll let you stay there, and... <sighs> Did you know this was made by Simpsons dudes? No. Rich Moore and Jim Reardon, the two, like, writers... Well, there's a couple other writers involved. Like, the lady who wrote Frozen was actually... One, I think this is her first script uh, that she got credit on. Um, she mm -hmm. helped co-write, but, like, the direct... Like, the creative guys at the top, like, one of the... Well, yeah, one of the directors is Rich Moore, and I think one of the producers is Jim Reardon. And, yeah, those are two guys, if you ever listen to old Simpsons commentaries, they're all over those commentaries, because they were writers and... I think they were writers! I don't think they were directors or vice versa, I can't remember which, but they're definitely part of the golden age of The Simpsons, which you can kind of see, see how that sense of humor is kind of like in this movie a little bit. It's, it's a little fast-moving and smart-alecky in parts, and um, yeah. all the Marge scenes in this movie are terrible. No, well, yeah. <laughs> I know how much you hate Marge! I don't hate Marge. No, it's not like you're sitting there whenever Marge shows up, you're just clenching your fingers. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I've never had a problem with Marge. I thought you were the one who was all like, oh, except for the Marge episodes. Or is that the Lisa episode? No, episodes? Lisa. Oh, okay. Lisa. Well, that's a good point, because, like, Vanellope Von Schweetz is kind of like the anti-Lisa in that she's fantastically stupid and cruel. Um... Mm -hmm. I do not like Sarah Silverman. I'm just realizing that right now. I, 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 I don't, don't think I, I, I... I like Or her. at least maybe I'm just recognizing part of me doesn't like Sarah Silverman. I need to see more of her comedy. Have you? Yeah, I was going to say, have you even ever watched <laughs> oh, her stand-up? No. Or have you just seen Have you just seen <laughs> men rights activists on Reddit no, be like, not she's that. a woman. It's just literally, aside from this movie, every everything I've ever seen of her is like, and his big black cock shot jizz into my eyes. Jew. Well, I mean, she's a she is a dirty comedian. I mean, but... it's not so much that like it just seems like she only has a vocabulary of three words, and like it's those three words are big black <laughs> cock. From from the apparently four seconds of entertainment. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Perform. That's more my fault because I've only seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like saying oh every well every Star Wars movie is just pew pew boom boom, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. That's... Every single Richard Pryor I've seen of him is him talking about heroin and running down the street well, with his he's the guy with the That's big all black he ever talked about. That's Silverman's <laughs> talking about. Anyway, we should talk about Wreck-It Ralph. Mm. So it starts is the Disney thing. It says Disney made your movie in a flying castle. That's what it says. Well, that's what the melody at the start of every Disney movie when the camera's and flying Ralph. over the castle and everything like that. It shoots off the fireworks. And you can see the workers, like, in silhouette, like, walking in line to toil at the factory that's actually inside the Disney factory while the fireworks are going off. And the camera swoops back, mm -hmm. and it's on the lake. And the Tinkerbell flies over the castle and says, Disney! And you just hear, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. 
of the oil derricks so sucking all the fun out of the earth. You are juiced up today. Yeah, I had I had some <laughs> juice before. The I'm I'm like Buster Bluth. I had a juice before had, the podcast. Yeah, you had you had your juice box today. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sitting on my big plastic hand with an empty juice box about to crash. Uh, but you know what I do like? Um, it's super simple, but like I do like that even this movie starts off with like an eight bit version of the uh, Walt Disney animation shingle, where, you know, it's mm -hmm. the black and white Mickey Mouse just from the Steamboat Willie. And it's the easiest thing in the world, but I do like the fact they even they kind of made that 8-bit, and it's got a little bit of 8-bit music and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. but yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's fine. Ralph's a bad guy. He's good at wrecking shit. Yeah. He's a pro. We see well, all fixing. this, it's presented through, it's kind of like the demo of the, the arcade game that he's the bad guy in. Fixing is the name of the game, and Felix is the good guy. Uh, what with his magic hammer that he got from his father. Yeah. And, and every time he wins, he gets a medal. But does Ralph get a medal? No. You don't get a medal for being a wrecker. Somebody should tell him about Wrecking Crew. Yeah, there's games... <laughs> like, why doesn't Ralph just go to Rampage? Because that's like what... Or Wrecking Crew with Mario. Yeah, or, or Vice... Yeah, exactly. There's other games in which he would be a much better fit than this. Um, you also kind of wonder if, uh, if if Disney ever talked to Nintendo about, hey, we're going to make this game, we're going to make this movie where the hero is essentially Donkey Kong, please don't sue us. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they obviously they, talked I mean, they to Nintendo in, because Bowser and other Mario stuff shows up in the, in the movie, but yeah. I do like it's Fix-It Felix Jr. suggesting that this is the sequel to the original Fix-It Felix, which kind of cracks me mm -hmm. up, you know, going for the whole Donkey Kong Jr. thing, but... Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Ralph lives in a dump. <laughs> It's full of buildings, parts, a stump, and it's, bricks. It's just a pile of bricks with his stump has been relocated to, yeah. Yeah. It sounds uncomfortable, he's fine with it, really. Except not. He liked to know what it'd be like to be a good guy for a change. And everybody at his bad anon one game at a time meeting claps for him. Yeah. Good job. Um, there is a cool little thing where they show, they kind of fast forward from the heyday of Fix-It Felix to the present day. And mm -hmm. there's a great, uh, uh, camera's pulling back through the arcade where his cabinet's located at, and I just wanted to make a couple weird notes about... The, the, there's pretty good attention to detail in this scene, because most of the arcade cabinets are real uh, arcade oh, cabinets. Is this, is this from your, your YouTube video, 15 Things You Didn't Notice in Wreck-It Ralph? Oh, it's got a God, big red circle with that. an arrow pointing at it. Oh, no. no, I guess it kind of is like that. It makes me sad. <laughs> no, but just little things like there's like a Street Fighter cabinet that gets replaced by a Street Fighter 2 cabinet, which is cool because not a lot of places had Street Fighter cabinets back in the day. My uh, local, the uh, mom and pop diner that uh, f uh, funded my uh, little league team when I was in elementary school, they had a uh, an original Street Fighter 1 cabinet, and I never mm -hmm. saw one anywhere else as a kid. But yeah, there's that, and... Um, there's a stand-up Star Wars arcade machine that gets replaced by the sit-down version, which is really weird. I guess maybe somebody broke the original one, but maybe it was doing well enough to justify replacing it with the sit-down version. Uh, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja arcade game, which is interesting, because you never see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anywhere else in, in the movie, but the arcade cabinet is there. And uh, the cabinet on the side of... Uh, the art on the side of the cabinet, instead of... The, in real life... Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade cabinet artwork, it has a terrible, like, airbrushed version of the Ninja Turtles trying to rescue, like, a real 
like an actual human being. Oh yeah. April O'Neil looks really weird, but they, they Disney replaced it with like a hand drawn, much better looking version of that artwork. Which this is stuff I just mm. saw for notice the first time, like pausing the movie while watching it for this uh, episode. And oh yeah, and there's a Sonic arcade machine, which eventually gets replaced by Sugar Rush, which that had me looking up. I didn't realize Sonic had actually had a whole slew of arcade games. I, I, th I can only think of the fighter. Well, there was a fighter, and there was a couple racing games, and I guess they, uh, Sony, or Sega, I guess they tried to do the place well, with the Play Choice 10 thing that like Nintendo did, with having an arcade mm -hmm. unit with, like, 10 games packed into it. I guess they tried to do the same thing with the Genesis, and, uh, so the, the they, you know, they had Altered Beast and, and Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that. So there was, you could, I guess... Conceivably, in like 1992, go to an arcade and see Sonic on a, in an arcade unit. But yeah, I mean, I know they only put that in there because Sonic has a little cameo like five minutes after the scene. But I was like, that sounds like bullshit because like you know the whole point of Sonic the Hedgehog was just a console game just designed to take on Mario. But anyway, but fuck it, Sonic. I guess his game wasn't that popular because I guess it got replaced in 1997 with Sugar Rush. So mm. anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's fine. In his bad Anon group, there's a knockoff Kato, a zombie yeah. from Houses of the Dead 2, Satan, a ninja, Eggman, and Bison. Oh, I didn't get Clyde. that zombie being a very House of the Dead 2 zombie, but you're absolutely correct, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, a robot, some sexy blue elf lady. <laughs> of course, yeah. Neff from Altered Beast, a Beholder, Bowser, yeah. I guess Bowser's in that arcade, and Eggman. I have read Zangief is a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, which is not, yeah. I guess maybe they did. He's didn't just wanna... Russian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I mean, in the language of video games, that kind of automatically makes you a bad guy. But yeah, I guess yeah. maybe they didn't want to give a real voice to uh, M. Bison, who's just sitting like almost right next to him, and it's. Yeah. Well, no, he says stuff. Whoa! He's actually, he voice he's voice acted by the guy who does his voice in the game. Oh, really? That yeah. is weird, because he's like one of the biggest bag bosses in video game history. It's weird that they... Because Bison says, you're not going turbo, are you? <gasps> oh, yeah. He's you could add Bowser. I mean, Bowser's right there. That's like the video game bad guy. Yeah. Anyway, Bowser but, doesn't talk. Is that, well, you know, later on, he I mean, he is speaking when everyone's like doing the whole, just because we're yeah, bad, bad is Yeah, that's different than good. actually talking, though. Well, that's true. You, but you don't hear like, blah, blah, blah. well, maybe you do. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, it's a self-help meeting of Pac-Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. And a zombie says, That was not make you happy. Good. <laughs> Bad. You must love you. It's a great vocal the, performance. It's pretty cute. And Kate, the Kano knockoff rips out the zombie's heart. I guess you can do that in a Disney movie when it's undead. Yeah, and it's not bloody. It's just kind of purplish gray and a little bit of gray blood's trickling out but it's not like you know it's not like super graphic yeah yeah and uh, it's the 30th anniversary of ralph's game satan i mean satan satan <laughs> says congratulations yeah. i guess that's uh, why ralph is at this meeting because he's extra bummed out because it's the 30th anniversary and he's just feeling kind of I guess he's always had a little bit of an existential crisis about being the odd man out in his own game, but now with it being the 30th anniversary, he's feeling extra unmoored, I guess, from mm -hmm. the people around him. And he says maybe he doesn't want to be the bad guy anymore, and everybody's shocked at it. Yeah. And that's when Bison asks him if he's going not going turbo, is he? And he says, of course I'm not. Yeah, which which thing gets dropped a couple more times in the movie before it's playing what that is. Yeah. And then it's, it's time... Close up and do the bad guy affirmation. 
I'm bad, and that's good. I will never be good, and that's not my yard. There's no one I'd rather be than me. Don't take it to heart, Angels. No, no, not talking about you. <laughs> I, I, I think it's cute the way they're having their meeting in the center room of the Pac-Man game. Yeah, and when the camera pulls out, yeah, and for some reason, uh, <laughs> Ralph grabs the cherries from outside the he was, the ghost box. He was hungry for some cherries. You ever have some fresh Pac-Man cherries? Free food, you and he, the dude does live in a garbage dump, so I don't blame him for just <laughs> grabbing and running with whatever good fresh food he can find in any other game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like one of the bad things that pops up down there, and you don't want that. Oh, yeah, fuck that shit, but... Cherries is, I mean, you get the pineapple, you have to work for that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the thing that sucks about the cherries, because I guess you see, we see him gnawing on the cherries, and I guess even these cherries are still like 90% pit, which is unfortunate. But what are you going to tell? Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Uh, he stopped on the on Grand Central Station. No, Game Central So Station. this is how the, yeah, the movie uh, showcases how all these games are interconnected, is that uh, I guess game characters can travel via uh, their power cords, to, there's mm -hmm. a power strip, all the game. I guess all the games in the arcade, this place is a fucking fire hazard. Walter Day should be fired immediately. I guess he's connected every goddamn arcade game in this entire building to one power strip, and this allows all the <laughs> characters to travel via, like, yeah, underground electrical conduit subway uh, from one game to another. And I guess the power strip itself, yeah, is Grand Central Station, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ralph gets stopped by a surge protector because of the cherries. But he gets by fine with them. Yeah. And Sonic's on a screen saying, Don't die outside your game, because if you do, you're gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, even that vocal performance makes me just want to punch Sonic in the face. <laughs> um, one thing I noticed, too, while watching this for the podcast this time, too, I noticed there's actually not that many uh, very specific game characters. There's when the camera first flies through, uh, you get to see, like, Fygar and Puka and Chun-Li and Cammy from Street Fighter. Um, uh -huh. and eventually, yeah, Sonic shows up, there's Frogger who shows up for 10 seconds, but mostly the characters are just, like, there's, like, a fake Joust dude on, like, a flying lizard, there's fake Halo dudes, there's, like, a fake Indiana Jones and a bunch of generic sports guys, but, yeah, even in this opening scene, you can get, like, this is not... Like Big Doug. Yeah, it's not quite the Roger Rabbit of video games that you were shooting for. Um, I mean, there are a decent number of characters you recognize, but they're all kind of, like, shoved towards the front of the camera, but everyone else in the background... There's like 18,000 just like baseball players and football players, but yeah. It's not the end of the world, but just noticing and then watching it this time in ETH, I'm like, ooh, I guess you Well, there's also, I mean, there might be a lot more arcade characters that you don't recognize because they're obscure arcade yeah, games. That's true, too. I don't know. A lot I of was, games. at first, I was super bummed that they don't have any of the characters from Burger Time because that would be great to have like a pickle running around, but you do. Uh, was it Petey Pepper? Is that the main guy from Burger Time? He shows up at Tappers, so. like, in the next scene. Um, yeah. oh, t uh, just a couple more, uh, speaking of Tappers, um, at the beginning, <laughs> I, was, I, I only have so many notes and they're all within, like, the first 20 minutes of the film. Um, when Kai, uh, Ryu and Ken are first talking about heading off to get a beer at Tappers during the beginning of the film, uh, their Street Fighter 2 cabinet is sitting next to a Dragon's Lair cabinet. You don't see Ooh. the footage of Dragon's Lair, but you just see that it's a cabinet. I wonder, again, I wonder if Disney had to talk to Don Bluth about that, because Don Bluth used to be a Disney animator, but then he struck out to form his own animation company, which made Dragon's Lair, and I kind of... Well, I, th I don't think it's hard to get Dragon's Lair, lic or Dragon's Lair licensing, because it's on everything. Yeah. I think there's a 1-800 number you call and just say, can I use it? And <laughs> it's just... an automated response that just says yes. Palace five bucks, and you can do whatever... <coughs> 
actually that would have been kind of interesting yeah. if they actually had Dirk the Daring show up in a 2D animated form. Animated by Don Bluth. Obviously that didn't happen, mm. that would have been cool. Yeah, that is the one thing that kind of bummed me out about this game is how once they get into Game Central Station, everything is styled the same. Yeah. I th and then they don't kind of keep their own uh, aesthetic. In the making of stuff, they were talking about how they were hoping to make more of the characters, especially Ralph himself. There was talk about those characters maintaining the uh, the, the look and animation style uh, that's native to the games they come from. And I guess they did some tests and they just realized it was just too... It would just be way too chaotic on the eyes, having all these characters from mm -hmm. all these different genres. Like, a low-polygon low B. Von Schweetz hanging out with, like, a super HD Jane Lynch character next to, like, 8-bit pixelated voxel Ralph, I but, guess, would have been a little um, bit much, but... The Amazing World of Gumball does it. Yeah, I, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, but the gumball don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the thing. That's true. The gumball That's just true. will throw shit at the wall just for a laugh, whereas Disney's always going to be more conservative. And one yeah. last note, speaking about art styles and stuff, um, and jumping back again a little bit too. I swear to God, I'm going to stop doing this. Uh, I really That's do funny. like how when That's the what this podcast is for. I know, but it's not like yeah. I'm, I, most most of my notes are just relegated to the like when all the crazy Roger Rabbit style shits happening in the first 20 minutes of the movie. But uh, I really do like how when the camera pushes through the threshold between our world and the gaming world when they're showing off the world of Fix It Felix at the beginning. Um, it shows that Fix It Felix's world is being presented through like a pixelized screen that makes everything look like it's made out of old CRT uh, scan lines. Um, but when it pushes through that filter, you see that nice land apartment building still looks like it's 8-bit uh, and the building tenants uh, are still moving like 8-bit animated characters. Uh, so I like at least they still try to keep some uh, aesthetics from... Yeah previous eras of video game dumb even though it's kind of inconsistent because you think the nice land character the characters living in that apartment building in the fix of Vila game would be you know they're 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 not quite made of squared off pixels but it's it still works you get the gist of it and stuff but yeah i just yeah. like that yeah the the 8 8 bit crt scan line filter that the camera pushes through the sh like that that's the threshold between the worlds i always thought was that's cool. mm -hmm. anyway uh but yeah ralph is walking home with his 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 cherries yeah, and everybody who sees Ralphs runs away because he's a bad guy. Yeah. And the way everyone acts after the games are shut down, you'd think they'd be fine with bad guys after 30 years. Yeah, they don't seem to be evil outside their games. Yeah, they just hang out. Like, no one's actually trying to kill each other. It's just, like, playing... Yeah. It's, like, not, like... Like in the Roger Rabbit thing, where everyone's done shooting the Roger Rabbit scene. Everyone just kind of goes off on their own thing, but no one's still trying to... You know, it's not like Roger Rabbit's worried about protecting baby Herman anymore or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Qbert's there. His game got unplugged, so now he's homeless. Yeah. Ralph gives him the cherry on his way back to his game because he's a good guy. <laughs> it's sad seeing such beloved video game characters fucking homeless and destitute and begging well, for money. I mean, to be fair, maybe Qbert's game shouldn't have sucked ass. As, you know what? This is uh, this is as good a place as any to speak the truth, and it is the truth that Qbert was not that fun. I'd no, like to think that the all... only reason he was fun is because he went. <laughs> I'd like to think that, like you know, because these this is just an instance of all these video game characters. Presumably, something like this is happening in every arcade in the world. And I would like yeah. to think in every arcade in the world, it's usually the Cuber crew who end up being the first homeless victims <laughs> because, like, yeah, no one likes Cuber despite the fact it's it's such a such a uh, I don't want to say popular because it's bad, but I thought Cuber was okay. 
but for he's as he's got a decent design, is the thing. Yeah, as people, I think people like Hubert more just because he swore and he had that word balloon. And even his yeah. his appearance in this movie centered more about that than his actual game. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, Ralph's coming home. Yeah. And uh, at his game, on he gets there and they're throwing a big party yeah. for the thirtieth anniversary. I do like they have fireworks that kind of look like the end of like Super Mario Kart, where they've they got like fireworks that show the faces of Felix and stuff in the sky and mm. stuff. Yeah. He wasn't invited because they're all terrible assholes. They, are. they even invited Pac-Man. <laughs> they really do make these nice landers just seem like such miserable sons of bitches. Fucking oh my Fucking god. Fucking fucks. I mean, I know cool. the point of the movies to make the you know, the movies trying bending over backwards to make the villain as sympathetic as possible, but at the cost like these like they these Niceland people are so such vapid little shits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I, the only thing cute about them is the way they move. And I do like when Fe- uh, Felix shows up to the party, like he does a little dance with them where they're going, ooh, ooh, and his dance that he does is fucking, <laughs> cracks me the fuck up every time I see this movie, I don't know why. Mm. But anyway. So Ralph goes to the door and everybody freaks out, and you think after 30 years they would have talked to him like, I don't know, once? What? I mean, I guess maybe 30 years for video game characters passes differently than for us, maybe, but like, this is extra cruel if it's really been 30 years since the first time they've ever really talked to Ralph. Ah. Yeah. Or at least, like, tried to communicate with Ralph in a meaningful way, but yeah. Ah. Felix goes out into the foyer to talk to him, and it's awkward. Even more so when he finds out there's cake. Oh, yeah, and he's all like... Yeah, he's like, I want to try cake because no one ever throws it out in the dump, so I've never had it before. I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah. God. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, eventually they let him in to have a slice of cake, and... There's an asshole named Gene who's a real fucking piece of shit. Fuck Gene. He is, he, yeah. He should have been deleted at the end of this movie. Oh, Gene. It's just when they show everyone so happy at the end, like, all the Nicelanders are kind of, like, okay dealing with Ralph, but, like, they've sacrificed Gene to Ralph, and Ralph is just beating him senseless, like, in his new <laughs> little house or something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. They bring out the cake, and it's made to look like the building with everybody on top, except Ralph, who's in a mud pile on the side of the building and chocolate. Yeah. He's never been very fond of chocolate. Ralph says he might be happier on top with everyone else. And Gene, that piece of shit garbage man, <laughs> says there's no room for him on top and dumps him back in the mud. Hey, fuck you, there's room. He just was on top. Yeah. And I do Ralph like when says, hey. uh, Ralph picks himself up and puts him on the uh, uh, on the top of the building. He, like, squishes. He takes a little, I don't know where he gets the full fake metal, but he pushes. Oh, he, he, he takes the metal off the Felix character well, and mushes it into well, his chest. And you can tell that the characters are kind of, like, shitty fondant. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh god, no, th- Ralph wasn't missing anything, because if this cake is half made of fondant, then this cake's gonna taste like shit anyway, but, yeah. Well, Ralph says they can take turns and shithole, Gene says no, Felix is about to get his medal, and Ralph says maybe they can take that medal and give it to him for a change. Then Gene, who uh, can go fuck a cactus, says <laughs> he'll never get a medal, because he's just a bad guy, and that's all he'll ever be. And hey, without him, you'd have no game, dickweed. And, and that's then Ralph when... says he could... <laughs> He could earn a medal, did he, and if he did, would, that, would they finally let him on the cake? And Gene says if he did that, they'd let him live in the hit penthouse. But he'll never get one, because he'll never be anything more than a bad guy. In this situation, yeah. Ralph would be completely justified in going all Rorschach and just murdering everyone at this party. <laughs> like, yeah. you say, hey, Felix, I know you don't want to see this step outside, but you got to give me five minutes with Gene and every other little fucking 
baby dick looking motherfucker in this apartment because there's gonna be blood tonight yeah yeah they argue for a bit and it ends with ralph accidentally smashing the whole cake which i wish it had been gene yeah if you look closely i guess you can see that like uh the splatter is all it's all pixelated and some of the pixelated little splatter yeah. effects are their, their space invaders characters you know mm. Ralph said he's gonna win a medal, and those fuckers will see. Uh, hey, <laughs> right, if that's the one f bomb that never gets dropped, in this, you fuckers <laughs> will see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Felix has a magic golden hammer. He can fix a cake if he wants. Yeah, really. I'm assuming that's I mean, exactly what happened later. as soon as you, as soon as uh, Ralph left the party. But yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Ralph goes and talks to Tapper about it. And he's super serious about getting a medal. Maybe he should check the lost and found. Video game references. Yeah, and this is yeah, kind of like the last big video game reference, random uh, reference dump here is when he goes through the Lost and Found, yeah. Yeah, a space marine bumps into him, freaks out about bugs, there's bugs everywhere, he's been installed. Yeah, he's walking really to a wall kind of like he's, uh, almost like he's lagging out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, all for what? A, a lousy metal, and Ralph is like, oh, he, he asked if he could come along and win that medal, but the Marine says that only the bravest and the best can win that medal, and then he sees a bug on Ralph's shoulder and runs into the wall, knocking himself out. So Ralph is able to take his armor and head off into the game Hero's Duty. Yeah, which is kind of not make a lot of sense because there's not too many outside of, like... Outside of, like, Virtual Cop, House of the Dead, and Time Crisis, there's not that much in the way of, like, first-person shooter arcade games... Um, I think I, there is. They're just well, not popular. Kinda, even back in the day, there was like a Terminator Two, and there's like, there. Were, there was Are you what? forgetting about the the majesty that is Revolution? I X. was about to say there, it was its own genre, but not the music way... is the weapon, Bill. <laughs> Christ Almighty! Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the. Uh, um, oh God, what's the band with the guy who looks like fucking Frankenstein? Uh, Joker. <laughs> yeah, Joker meets yeah Frankenstein. Yeah, what's his face? Steven Tyler. Uh, but, like, with the aesthetics, it's kind of like Gears of War, Halo-esque, kind of, mm -hmm. like, but it's super points-heavy, like, when you're shooting things, like, think you get, like, 100 points here, and one thing I do like about Hero's Duty is the game's slavish devotion to make the who, the player character seem super cool at all times, like, the character's being babied through this fight to get to the top of the tower, which I think is hilarious, um, yeah. but... But yeah, so yeah, everyone in Heroes Duty is just big, big bald space marine. I guess we can't even tell yeah. them all because they got helmets on. But like, you know, exactly. Yeah, it's all yeah. green and dark, and there's smoke and fire and shit all over the place, and just looks nasty. Yeah. You know? Ralph trips over Cubert on his way there, and he's like, "Hey, it's me." And keeps going. The arcade's about to open with people waiting outside. I don't know when the last time that ever happened in an actual arcade. <laughs> I guess maybe this place had been closed down after like. Maybe there's like a fucking bug infestation for a couple weeks, so there's been some pent up demand or something. But yeah, there's like a ten year old girl. I think originally she goes, she's gonna go play Sugar Rush, but then she, no, that's later. Oh, that's later. But uh, but it's yeah, this ten year old girl for some reason she decides to want she wants to play this shitty first person shooter game, Heroes Duty. And it costs two dollars. It costs two fucking dollars, and this game looks terrible. Ugh, mm. yeah. She puts in her eight quarters and the game's about to start and Ralph's super stoked. Not so stoked when the game starts and death is everywhere. Yeah, this Skrillex yeah. music kicks in. There's all these flying green bugs and mm -hmm. it's unpleasant. The, the, I don't like this game. The lady leading the charge, Calhoun, is 
mentions the bugs become what they eat and shoot the eggs before they hatch. Yeah, she very pointedly draw points out how the bugs turn into what they eat because that's going to be a plot point yeah. for the last latter third of the game uh, for the movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ralph hides behind a user and a bug eats her and it's her game over. The bugs don't stop attacking until the beacon from the tower and then it all blasts out. And yeah, and the beacon kind Calhoun. of acts like a bug lights. You know, like you have on your back porch that's a bug zapper light. And I yeah. guess instead it's a video game. You think they could just like reset the bugs, but for some reason they have to like destroy the bugs with this bug zapper beam first before everything can be reset. Mm. Which again so is. Calhoun come over, yeah, hits plot. Ralph a bunch, saying that the first rule of hero's duty is not to interfere with the user, and their only job is to get them to the top of the tower so they can get the medal, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'll head back to start positions, except Ralph, who's gonna get you to top that tower and get that metal. Yeah, and he's not gonna go through all that shit again, so he's just gonna try to sneak up to the top of the tower. Yeah. And the girl in the real world goes to play some That's, sugar rush. okay, yeah. But these assholes on the machine say, bug off, kid, we're gonna play all-night characters not all day. Hey, fuck these kids, shoot them straight into the sun. I mean, to be fair, like, they, it is a very unflattering portrait of two teenage kids playing Sugar Rush, because one guy's like some nerdy guy who looks like Ratatouille, and the other guy's just this big, fat, greasy guy who looks like Meatloaf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, they, 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 they tell the girl to buzz off, and so she takes her quarters and decides to go play, uh, play, uh, I don't know. Well, she does what we've all done at Arcade before, and go play some old shit that we don't really want to play just because it's got nothing else yeah, to do. Yeah, because the new game is taken, yeah. God, I remember Six doing that. Felix Speaking Jr. of the Ninja Turtles arcade game, I remember that was the new hot shit, and everyone would be playing that, and you're stuck, well, I guess I'll play the stupid Terminator 2 first-person shooter game. <laughs> Ralph, when she puts a quarter in, Ralph isn't there to wreck it, so there's nothing for Felix to fix, and... Yeah, all the characters yeah. come out and they're all like, where's Ralph? And like, even, yeah, Felix is out and he's like, Ralph, come on, where are you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a moment where he runs off screen to go search uh, Ralph's junk pile to see if Ralph's there. And the controls get wrenched away from the 10-year-old girl who's playing. So the, for a moment, the, like, the, the, uh, the, the cabinet becomes kind of possessed. Would you think that would be enough yeah. to have her go, what the fuck? But instead, she just calls <laughs> over Walter Day to go check out the machine, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, played by Ed O'Neill. That's also the credits, which is cute. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he says, uh, he'll, hey, Peg. He says it. Yeah, no, Peg. Uh, I like, he says is that an impersonation of Ed, Ed, Ned, Ed Bundy? Or is that an impersonation of his characters on The Simpsons in that one little clip? That's the impersonation of the, <laughs> the impersonation on from The Simpsons. <laughs> anyway, toilet flush, toilet flush, toilet flush. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,. He says that he'll have somebody come out and look at it tomorrow, but if they can't fix it, it might be time to put old Felix and Ralph out to pasture. Like his Nana. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually, I love the design of the out of, orange out-of-order sign that he puts over the, the screen for Fix-It Felix, because it's the sad cartoon arcade cabinet that's sick with like a little ice pack on its head. It says, out of order, check back with me tomorrow. But I just, I, that, that's kind of the kind of thing you would see at an arcade that cracks me up. Mm -hmm. yeah, but everyone inside the arcade unit freaks out because now it's it is kind of cool because like the orange lights shining through the sign that uh, Walter Day has just put up, it kind of makes everything look kind of like eerie and apocalyptic within the game, and it's just great like visual storytelling of like okay shit's fucked up now, but it's only fucked up just because it's a stupid out of order sign. You know, it's a tiny thing in our world, but it's a huge thing for this world. I just like that's a nice yeah. little bit of storytelling. Yeah. 
And they're all like, oh, we should have never been mean to Ralph. Oh, we, we took him for granted. <laughs> oh, wait, they don't do that die. because none of these assholes have any self-reflection through the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, you're kind of rooting for Walter Day to come back with a shotgun and just <laughs> blow a hole through the cabinet and just forever rescue Ralph from these assholes, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so Kubert comes in and talks to Felix on what happened to Ralph. Oh, shit, he gone turbo. Oh, no. There's a cute yeah, little scene mm. where... Felix, he has to try to talk Qbert, so he's like, mm -hmm. which is, I think that was a big thing in a lot of the trailers. Yeah. Felix shows up at Hero's Duty and almost gets his asshole blasted open <laughs> by the Marines, and he's confronted by Calhoun, who, and he finds her high-definition super hot. Yeah. And he I tells, didn't notice, uh, until watching this movie this time, like, there's a moment where, like, he she's, he's first turned on, and she kind of, like, shifts her weight back, and, like, holsters her gun, and, like, her tits are huge. Like, yeah. it never occurred to me that, like, they've gone out, like, and they, <laughs> I mean, they present her tits as being extra big when he's there, because he's, you know, but it's just, I didn't, it never occurred to me that, like, she was designed, because she's such, like, an angry lady, <laughs> that it never occurred to me that you're supposed to find any part of her actually attractive, but yeah. Mm. Anyway. So he tells her Ralph is there, and she says that's impossible because nothing gets by her. And then they hear a sound that lets them know he something got by her. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph gets the Medal of Heroes after avoiding some eggs of bugs. I and do like the fact that he only gets to the medal because he climbs outside the building because that's what he does in his game. He climbs like Rampage, and it also <laughs> saves the movie from having to like show like him going through a whole gauntlet inside the building. It's easier for him just literally just climb up the top like Rampage and just jump in through a window. But yeah, but he grabs the metal. Yep, steps on an egg on his way out after it's all you're awesome, and, uh, and the egg pops and a little bug jumps on his face and causes him to freak out and fall into an escape pod. It launches out of that game and into the main game station area and they bounce around and fly off into Sugar Rush, the Candyland game where some cotton candy gets sucked inside the escape pod machine and it breaks and they crash and get launched in the air by the ejector seat and Ralph lands on the peppermint tree and an now fully grown bug lands in a candy swamp and sinks. Oosh. It's just, it's, it's a... It, it has to do a lot of story in like 30 seconds of time just showing explaining exactly how Ralph ends up getting this medal to suddenly being stuck all alone by himself with his medal in the middle of Sugar Rush. But yeah, yep. so. now he's in Sugar Rush, the candy go-kart game by the Whack-A-Mole. Yeah. And he's kind of standing oh. there and you get I do like you can hear like the Sugar Rush theme song in the background which is some kind of like Japanese J-pop song, just Sugar Rush. Mm -hmm. And he just happens to have crash landed right next to the title card of the game. Yeah, he yeah. just like crests the hill and he just sees the world words uh, sugar rush, uh, uh, sugar rush right. just uh, carved into it. Oh shit, he lost his medal. Turns out it's the top of a different tree, peppermint tree, so he rushes over and while climbing the tree, uh, it's visited by Vanellope von Schwitz, who is a precocious little kid and teases him and asks him why his hands are so freakishly big and. And she calls Why's him like fart so brain bad. and halitosis man and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they instantly grabs... right from the beginning they they have like a very much like a big brother little sister kind of relationship. Which mm -hmm. it he grabs a. To my horror, I've seen people try to like slash fit these two together, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Gross. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he grabs a double striped peppermint limb, which causes it to vanish because that's what double striped limbs do. And she wants the medal, too, because she thinks it's a coin, so they race to the top. She gets it eventually, 
and she and Ralph falls in the swamp as she skips away, and glitching slightly, and he swears he'll get her. I'll get you. Yeah. In the main area, Felix and Calhoun <laughs> talk about how the bugs went into Candy Rush and Ralph and the escape pod and everything. I can't remember and how they know that they went into Sugar Rush, but yeah. Uh, they, they, the search protector song bounce around. Oh, okay, yeah. And all cyborgs know is eat, consume, multiply, and without a beacon to stop them, stop, stop them. They don't fuck up that sugar rush, something wicked. And so, and they walk in yeah. Hmm? No, I was gonna say, now we're like 30 minutes in the movie, and now the entire next hour of the entire movie takes place in sugar rush. Yeah. Which, actually, I did, yeah, like I said, I saw some people actually got a little upset about this, because they just assumed the entire game would be about the main characters bouncing from, you know, beloved classic video game to black beloved classic video game. And instead, yeah, you spend yeah. the whole rest of the Which is fine, like I said, as long as the story is solid. I don't take I don't care where the game takes place yeah, or no. the movie takes place. Uh, it would have been a DreamWorks movie if they had done that. And at least it looks pretty, you know. It's it's, yeah, it's no, even some of this shit Disney. I I would pause it now and then and be like, that looks like real candy. I want some clean. Yeah, Disney obviously went to Pixar and stole as much of their food rendering technology as possible from Ratatouille for this stuff cuz yeah, just all the the whipped cream and all the ch different kinds of chocolates and caramels and sugars and translucent candies and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It looks, it looks really cool, yeah. And it's nice and bright and colorful, but not, like, yeah. nicely designed. There's some cool architecture and stuff going on. And um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, anyway, but, yeah. As they walk into the Sugar Rush, Felix asks if she's always this intense, and the army dude with him says it's not her fault. She was programmed with the most tragic backstory ever. That's... Uh, I love that bit, yeah. Yeah, Bugs attacked her on wedding day and aided her husband. Yeah. Aided it's, him right up. It's the one day she didn't do, uh, um, like, a perimeter check. Yeah. yeah. And just the fact that he says it's it's not something that happened to her. It's like she's just been programmed with that backstory. And just when mm -hmm. he happens to say that, she just happens to have a flashback to her wedding day, and the camera zooms in and out of her face when it happens. Like, oh my god. But yeah. Yep. So, uh, Felix is going with her because it's his job to fix what Ralph wrecks, so they go in together. And now they're about to race in Sugar Rush, where every day they toss a coin in to see who will race. This is and elaborate. The next kart racers for the next right day, because it's right new racers every day. Yeah. And it's all overseen by King Candy. It's Alan Tudyk doing his best Edwin impression. Which, to be fair, it's a very good Edwin impression. This. Uh, it's almost as good as yours. I've never heard you I'm, sh I'm sure you've King got a spot. Mm, spot on oh, Edwin. I'm King Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's one of those things where you wonder if they talk to the estate of Edwin um, about this because it is just totally like, yeah, they're not even. I'm surprised they like they don't credit uh, King Candy with being like Edwin via Alan Tudyk, but yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so it's all it's all one by one they toss the coins in and Glug Gravy the names of these characters. I it's it sounds like shit you'd make up, but <laughs> Bill. It's like Rance's Fluggernutter and like No, I have them all right here. Taffita Mutton Fudge, Crumbelina del Calam Caramello, Gloid Orange Boar, Adora Beasel Winter Pop, Citrusella Fludge Pucker. Oh. Corvald batter butter. All these names sound like someone came up with while they were having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Nug Nougat Stata Brumblestain <laughs> Sticky Whipple Snit 
Minty Zacky. Yeah. Snow Anna Rainbow. Rancis Flugger Butter. Yeah, he's the Reese's Cup kid, yeah. Jubilina Bing Bing. The weirdest Swizzle, one. Swizzle Malarkey and Candlehead. And like, and Candlehead is the joke supposed to be they couldn't even come up with a name for it, so they're like, eh, the chick with the Candlehead is that eh, Candlehead, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Boy. So Vanilla Fevon tosses her medal in, and I guess that's good enough for her yeah, to be in the race Yeah, gold coin close enough, yeah. And everybody's shocked that the glitch is in the game now. Yeah. They call for security. King Candy is especially upset. Yeah. Everybody's shocked that, uh, and, uh, Ralph shows up all covered in candy and starts wrecking things, chasing her before he gets stuck in a giant cupcake. Oh, that's right, because he's, she gets... he's, he's walked through, like, a, the taffy swamp to get at her. And so he yeah. shows up, he's all, like, just this green hulk chasing her around, and it's great because he knocks all over all the stands filled with candy, uh, viewers for the race, and mm -hmm. it's great because after he's taken away... Uh, I'm already stepping on your toes with the plot here a little bit. That's but fair. after he's taken away by the King Candy's uh, donut cops, uh, if you just kind of stop and pause and look at the movie and all the damage he's done, like, all these candy people whose heads are too large for their bodies are, like, stuck on the ground, can't move because they've been knocked on their sides and they can't get back up again because their heads are too big. Uh, it's just fucking some slightly too realistic damage done to these candy people, which is actually pretty funny, but yeah. Yeah, I saw one chasing its head yeah, as exactly, it was Exactly, yeah, away. yeah. Yeah, so, um, she gets away, excited to race later, but the shitty other kids make plans to keep her from racing with a yeah, dirty Yeah, the Mindy glitch. Kalings. <laughs> so, King Candy, what the Ralph brought to the castle? <laughs> I was like, good luck doing any of his lines and not doing the Edwin voice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where Oreo guards guard the gates, chanting, Oreo, <laughs> Oreo. That is... Oreo. I... Oreo. I laughed way harder than I should have when I saw this in theaters at that joke. Just, it's so fucking stupid. Mm. Oh my god, yeah. So they pull the mask off of Candy Ralph because he's covered in taffy yeah. and are surprised to find him. And uh, he's like, oh, you're a fan of pink, huh? And he's like, no, salmon. It's obviously salmon. <laughs> and now, uh, You think the King Candy would more own up to the fact that it's pink. I like pink, you know. Mm. Yeah. Cause salmon, so he, you don't want salmon even even inferred in a world with candy and salmon. <laughs> so he says he just wants his medal. So if he can have that, he'll get out of there. King Candy says, "Oh shit, it must have been that glitch they used in it. It's all gone now. It's part of the code. Oh, it's nothing yeah. but code. It's part of the pot." <coughs> oh like man, I can't really can do it. his voice as well as you usually can because I got a sore throat. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, like uh, yeah. the only way to get the the, the medal back is, is whoever wins the pot is going to get the medal. And now these messages. Can you handle the rush? All new for 1997. Sugar Rush Speedway. Choose your racer. Get cooking in bake a car mode. Banana split split screen mode. Let them eat cake, but watch out for jawbreakers, cherry bombs, sweet seekers, and the sugar crash. Sugar Rush Speedway. Play the sweet new game only at Litwax Arcade on Route 83. Offering four free quarters on your birthday. Proof of birthday required. My name's Wreck-It Ralph. I'm gonna wreck it! 30 years I've been doing this. I can fix it! 
It's hard to love your job when no one else seems to like you for doing it. You're just the bad guy who wrecks the building. Ah! <gasps> I'm okay. I'm okay. If I'm really honest with myself, it sure must be nice being the good guy. Ralph, you are bad guy. But this does not mean you're bad guy. I don't want to be the bad guy anymore. Ralph abandoned his game. Welcome to Game Central Station. Bad guy coming! Everything changes now. Where's Ralph? Oh, sorry, Cubert. It's me, Ralph. Ralph's gone to hero's duty? Fear is a four-letter word, ladies. You want to go pee-pee in your big boy slacks? Keep it to yourself. Hi, mister. You're not from here, are you? Sugar Rush? You're game jumping? Hey! Aha! You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? Aha! You hit a guy with glasses. That's... that's well played. Without Ralph, we're doomed! They're gonna pull our plug! What's that? A medal. I earned it in Hero's Duty. <laughs> it's not that kind of duty. I bet you really gotta watch where you step in a game called Hero's Duty. <laughs> Some nights I stay up, cashing in my bag. We can't change who we are. You can't mess with the program, Ralph. Some nights I Everyone here says I'm just a mistake. You ready for this? Not leaving you here alone. Well, let's close out with the bad guy affirmation. I am bad. Ah! And that's, that's good. good. I will never, never be good. good. Oh, no, 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 no. And that's, that's not bad. bad. Hold that thought. There's, There's no one I'd rather be than me. Hey! Why do I fix everything I touch? It's make your mama's proud time. I love my mama. Oh, good. The cops. Hold still. Ow. Take that. What are you doing? One game at a time, Ralph. Ralph says that's cool. He'll just get after a race. But since all the characters in this movie have to be dicks, King Candy says, oh, look. No, you'll... You'll never, th you'll never see it, Ralph. And if you ever see them in this kingdom again, it'll lock them up in its funyun. Get it's like fun in the dungeon. So then he leaves to go deal with the glitch. And uh, the two cops that are going to get Raph out with a chainsaw because the cupcake's hard as a rock. Yeah. But he runs through a wall and falls the and it crashes apart and runs away. Donut cops are named Winchell and Duncan. I guess Winchell's is a mm. donut uh, franchise in Southern California, which that's news to me. But Duncan, mm. it's Duncan. Oh, Dun Dun. Oh, I said Duncan Hines. It's Duncan <laughs> I Hines. Fucked up the whole night. <laughs> if you don't know, it's Duncan Donut. Man, I still miss Duncan Donuts. That's a bummer. Like I don't know if Duncan Donuts is anywhere else on the West Coast, but it's not in Portland. It kills me. They used to have some out here. Yeah, they have the Dunkin' Donuts as this vanilla cream powdered sugar donut. That mm, my favorite donut of all time. But yeah, I, it's I, it's better I, that I don't have access, easy access to donuts like that. But yeah, know. it's a shame there's no good donuts in Portland. Well, that's the terrible thing is donuts. But yeah, Portland is filled with fantastic donut shops. <laughs> but it's just you know the one shitty donut from the one national chain that I like so much that I can't find. But yeah. Mm. So uh, Ralph escapes the devil dogs. <laughs> Uh, that chase him by hanging in some chocolate. They're devil dogs. Oh, and mm -hmm. there's a Darth Vader joke there. 
Because yeah. he's like, yeah, he's got like a sugar straw that he's breathing through the chocolate lake with. And that's a little mm-hmm. bit like, I get it, because like, when this came out, they had just bought Star Wars. And blah, 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 blah. Man, mm-hmm. fuck Disney. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, all the other references in this movie are fine, well, but that one is a bridge too video far. Game. That's just a gratuitous, oh, we own Star Wars. So You're we can right, make this though. There were, no, there were no Star Boom. Wars video games in <laughs> arcades. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, um... I'm surprised I don't make... Oh, sorry, go ahead. What? I was gonna say, no. Like, if you're gonna make video game jokes in this world, too, I'm surprised there's no, like, Super Mario World jokes, because, you know, that's all, you know, Soda Lake and stuff like this. And mm. Also, I always wondered if uh, Miyamoto and the other Nintendo people, uh, if they ever saw this movie and they were kicking themselves for not, like, coming up with more of these ideas for Mario Kart stages, because there's some, like, clever stuff in terms of, like, the candy traps and weapons in this game. Or this movie. <laughs> I think both of us have called this a, this thing a game a couple times now. But anyway. Maybe. So he sees a bunch of racers go by, and he wants to talk to them, as he knows the winner gets the medal. And he follows them to find them just Sorry. being absolute shits to Vanellope, calling her a glitch and just being the worst. Next to Gene. Fuck Gene. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah, if we could just have... Take Gene and the Candy Racers, the Kalings, the Mindy Kalings, and just like put them on a desert island together and just nuke that island... Everyone in the video game community would that be that much better off? Yes. So uh, <laughs> I had to think about it. Sorry, I was no, I was blowing my nose, so my microphone was being. You should have let me know, cause you know I have no problem prostatizing for a while. Well, no, I, yeah, I, was about I know. To say, usually, <laughs> you usually do. That's why I felt it was the same thing. Well, well Ralph is, cause he's just escaped from the kingdom. He's he watches all this happen, cause he's hiding behind a hill. And it didn't occur to me that actually that that parallel you drew is perfect, because. Uh, fucking Vanellope's being uh, fucked with by, by the Mindy Kalings, just like, she's being bullied by them the same way. Not exactly the mm-hmm. same way as Ralph was bullied by the Nicelings. They weren't, like, threateningly physically fucking his well, no, shit they're up, saying but they're she's still... a dirty glitch, and yeah. that's all she'll ever be, and he's just a bad guy, and that's they're all They're both being painted be. as outcasts in this scene. Yes. It's almost like that's the point of the movie. I know, but they bust up her little <laughs> shitty little go-kart. Yeah, but like she wasn't going to win with anyway because it's pedal power. Just to let her race. Jeez, I mean, I guess that's one of the things that, you know, she's played by uh, What's-Her-Face, but I, I guess you still have to remember she's still supposed to be, like, 10 years old, so she's got, like, maybe not so much with the common sense, but... Yeah. yeah. So Ralph doesn't like the way they're acting and uh, when they shove her into the mud or chocolate, whatever you want to call it, and he roars in, the chasing all the little shit kids away. And uh, she says, go back to his game and win another medal. And he says he didn't win in his game. He won it in Hero's Duty. And that's funny because it's duty and it's poopy. There's like a five-minute thing about duty and poopy and poop caca. And I I did not appreciate that because Bill and I do not like potty humor. No, not at all. No, turn up our nose at it. How dare you, sir? I can just imagine all the outtakes of Vanellope Von Schwitz talking about how she paid a big black man to take shit on her face. He <laughs> made a hero's duty on her neck. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up about that. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> It is kind of funny that what's his face got bumped off of uh, making a future Guardians no, of the Galaxy yeah, that's, for for that's make, ridiculous for saying fucked up Consider- things and I'm like have you ever like actually not even just her but also fucking what well, Johnson yeah, no, Riley a ton of, yeah a ton of people from many of their uh, 
motion pictures or whatever have been in horrible things otherwise. Yeah, I'm sure someone's done edits of this movie where uh, Vanellope and Ralph are just saying the most horrible things that their voice actors have said in other films and stuff like that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. So he gets mad and smashes a jawbreaker, which is widely known for being one of the hardest substances on Earth. Yeah, these aren't even like the Willy Wonka jawbreakers. They're like the generic jawbreakers, which are even bigger and more fucked up and nasty. Yeah, they're the things that you just... They're not good to eat, no. but for some reason, you, you, you lick them for three months. <laughs> what? I mean, that Willy Wonka was right. They're great for kids with not a lot of pocket money because they'll just last forever. Yeah, I mean, they don't last yeah. forever just like the gobstopper he was working on in this movie, but, you know, the idea is, you know, it's still the principle is still the same. Yeah, so she makes a deal with him. He helps her get a new cart, a real cart. Yeah. She wins the race, and he gets his medal back. Specific- All he has to do is break something. Yeah, I was going to say, specifically, it's it's him breaking that jawbreaker that makes her realize they need to work together or something. And we'll find out mm. soon, but then he switches to a new theme. He begrudgingly accepts. He says, okay. And also, Felix and Calhoun find the shuttle, but no bug. They just need to find it before it lays its filthy, filthy eggs. And they talk about how, how Ralph went... He can't believe Ralph went turbo, and then he has to explain to her what turbo is. Yeah, because the, the I guess Sugar first, Rush just got hooked up, so yeah, they're yeah. not... Yeah. When the arcade first opened, Turbo Time was the number one game. But then a uh, Road Blaster got put in and all got all the attention. Road and the main character not that good. Road, Turbo Teen must have been terrible. <laughs> and then uh, the main character from Turbo Time, Turbo, got jealous and jumped game into Road Blasters. And Road Blasters got all kinds of fucked up. It and is glitched hilarious. Up, and both mach- both machines were sent away. Road Blasters is kind of like Turbo a, you know a pseudo 3D kind of game. It's not polygonal, but it's you know, kind of like like more like a 16-bit yeah. game. Uh, but it's funny because Turbo t- uh, Turbo Time, uh, what, Turbo is still just like a flat side viewed uh, 2D sprite, 8-bit sprite trying to fantastic. Cr- yeah, trying to crash into the Road Blasters car, which just looks fucking like you know a sprite from one game that does not belong in the other game, like doesn't have the same perspective or anything like that, just driving back and forth across the screen until the main car crashes. It does look pretty funny, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why he has to get Ralph home, or else the same thing's gonna happen to his game. And ah shit, where they were walking on a double striped peppermint log and fell into some Nesquik sand pit when it vanished. I, you know what? Nesquik sand pit. I thought it was a little cheesy that it had to be like a name brand, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cocoa powder. But the Nes Nes sand quick does work well enough as a joke title, joke name for the. I was like, okay, you can get that one. Okay. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I was, you know, I was all right with Oreo, but this Oreo, Nesquik sand. That's yeah, a yeah. fucking hilarious joke. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work unless you call them Oreos. The quicksand. I mean, Nesqu- I love quick, but it's still like a little like, come on, guys. You already have all this video mm. game stuff in this movie. It's not like you start needing to drop all kinds of name brand candy stuff now. Uh, maybe Sugar Rats are sponsored by whatever ma- major conglomerate owns all these. Yeah, that's probably true. Street Fighter is probably somehow owned Nestle, by the Nestle probably. people. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So Felix freaks out enough that she has to punch him in the face to calm him down. And this makes the taffy hanging above them laugh. Oh, because it's Laffy, Laffy Taffy. Because they're attracted to, sexually attracted to laughter. Mm-hmm. And this gives him an idea and he tells... Uh, her to hit him again, which after some encouragement she does, fucking his face up but good, which isn't a problem because he can hit it with his golden hammer and fix it. 
And this makes Taffy come down so they can grab it, and now they're mo romantically interested in each other. Yeah, there's a moment they get pulled and it's up. All, ooh. Yeah, all the Laffy Taffys like sing. Well, they slowly get pulled up, and it's, it goes all slow motion, and Calhoun's looking at Felix like, ooh, maybe you are attractive. And he's looking at her like, oh, I've wanted to fuck you for the last 20 minutes we've been hanging out together. And the Taffy starts mm -hmm. singing, and it's all like, and it turns out, yeah, it actually is the Taffy. It's not just the background song. And then the fucking, they make a big heart in front of them, too. And then Calhoun's, I do like she just pulls out her gun and fires it in the air and scares away all the Laffy Taffy, which is funny. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. But they lost track of the bug, and oh shit, it turns out it's underground eating some candy and turning into a candy bug. I was thinking about these characters fucking. Because she yeah, is little, four times got, bigger than yeah. he is. Yeah. That's a, Maybe like, he can, can borrow one of Mario's mushrooms. Oh, <laughs> That's insane. You know, actually, in that world, that would be a marital aid. Wow, that's a good answer, actually. <laughs> yeah. Touche. So, uh, Ralph and Vanellope break into the factory by punching the door down that has a no glitches on it. I guess no the guy sign. at the guard gate is supposed to be an actual real world... It's not video game related, but it's like Baking Papa or Bearded Papa, who's like uh, the the symbol for some kind of like Japanese confectionery company. That's why he, hmm. he, like, he has these very tiny eyes. He has a very specific character design that doesn't look like anything else. Like in this, we'll see this more at the end of the scene. But like, yeah, it's a very specific design that does does not fit the same language as everyone, anyone else in Sugar Rush. But yeah, yeah. So Ralph and Vanellope bond over making the car, and yeah, he punches down a door. So they a bunch get of mini games. Yeah, yeah. And they they break some vials and everything gets super messy and it's an ugly ass cart. But she loves the fuck out of it because she finally got a real cart. And it didn't now occur they have to me. Sign it with some frosting. It didn't occur to me when they're making the batter. Uh, doing the batter uh, mini game for the car. Uh, you're, there's a mini game where you're supposed to separate all the junk from the good stuff to make the good, you know, to get to collect all the good stuff so you can make the batter. Ralph misunderstands what the, the mini game is and he thinks it's supposed to be garbage because he lives used to living in a dump. And so he actually gets up onto the mini game and starts kicking all the stuff into the bad pile and all the bad stuff into the good pile. Mm. Which, <laughs> which that 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 pile of like half good stuff, half bad stuff, all. Uh, gets mixed in together uh, to make um, her car, so it's even fucked up on like on a DNA level. Yeah, and then Beard Papa, who guards the gate, notices some shit being baked inside the factory by the glitch on the cameras, and calls the king, who shows up toot sweet. I guess Kingdom uh, not eat too large; he can just teleport right there. Yeah, Ralph shoots him in the face with frosting. Don't worry though; it only glazed him. But that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ralph tells her to start the cart, but she doesn't know how to drive. So he jumps on top of it with her and uses his big beefer arms and sends them rolling at high speeds. Yeah. Then a chase ensues where she eventually tells Ralph to go send them careening into the side of a mountain, which he does, and they discover a secret glitch area of some sort of unfinished level or some shit. For, for some reason, Sugar Rush has a magic mountain that has a holographic fake wall for some reason? But, yeah. Well, it's an unfinished level. It's a glitch. Yeah, I get, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. I guess there's no collision detection for that part of the wall. Mm-hmm. Not holographic, so he, just unfinished. He, yeah, okay. He yells that he's never going to get his medal back, and she asks, what's the big deal with it? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Someone was just hyperventilating at the door, very excited. Very excited, um, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww, um, little kid. 
Yeah. And uh, he yells that she's, he's never getting the medal back, and she asks what's the big deal with it, and he lets her, her know that in his game, he's the bad guy, and it was going to get him a penthouse and all that good stuff, and uh, she wouldn't get it, and she says she does get it because that's what the race would do for her, and neither of them are getting what they want, and he stomps, which causes something in the next room go boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's a diet soda volcano pit with a... I'm super hot. <laughs> Hi, baby. Is he just, <laughs> just walking around? <laughs> he just burst into the room. <laughs> With a gun. Hi. Yeah, he's got a gun. You got a gun. Hey. Hey. Naked baby. Naked baby. <laughs> he's not naked. He's got a diaper. Hey. Hey. Gonna be on the podcast. Hey. So he bursts into the room. It's and it's got a bunch of mentos hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, which just seems like bad placement. Yeah, so it's this, this giant. I guess it's supposed to be an unfinished uh, bonus level. So it's like this cavernous, giant, circular room with like kind of like a half uh, unfinished racetrack and like a loop de loop or like a ramp or something towards the top. Yeah. But yeah, I guess there's just giant stalactites made, made of mentos hanging from the ceiling over this boiling diet cola lake. So of course, if any, yeah. of the, any of the mentos get dislodged in the lake, it just causes a giant explosion. Yeah, I wonder if that's gonna become a problem. I wonder. Later. Huh. Um, and she shows him where she sleeps, and she lives alone with all this garbage around the her. Best, the best, the best like joke in the movie is Vanellope bundling herself into a candy wrapper like a little hopeless lady. <laughs> it is that cracks me up. I don't know why that could... That's what I'm saying. I don't hate Silver Silver Silverman. She probably ad-libbed the best line of the whole movie, but yeah. yeah. Like a little homeless lady. <laughs> it's great. So uh, he also felt him in that glitches can't leave their games, so no going to the game central station for her. Yeah. It's all and, win, lose, uh, or draw for her. This is it. So he punches the ground a bunch to make a track so she can practice and learn how to drive. Yeah. And now there's a montage of her learning how to drive until she's good at it. You think she Because racing is in her code she, or something. She designed this car. You think you design a car that's an automatic, not a stick shift, but... That seems to be yeah. the biggest problem she has. I don't even know how to drive, and even I'm like... You could have done better with that car design. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you make a mistake on, on those games as you put it in manual. Exactly, yeah. And the thing about... So the thing about manual in uh, automatic in um, racing games is manuals are never as difficult as actual manuals in oh, yeah? the real world. I would no. assume like you would probably want it, like if you're a really good driver you would want to have manuals so you could have even more control over your car. Because I'm shooting the manual yeah. is mostly just for like casual you know just so you don't have to fuck with it, like a stick shift but like yeah if you want to really no, be that'd be automatic. Oh yeah 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, so, um... Your baby is hyperventilating. Ah, he's so yeah, excited. He's very excited, Aww. yeah. Um, so, uh, in the King Castle, he's told by his police that they didn't find the girl, the glitch girl. So he sends them away and goes into a back room and enters, up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right, PA. And I guess someone giant gave him a giant NES controller? Yeah, and, like, he's written the code down on, like, a tapper's napkin. And it's like, mm -hmm. duh, her, 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 Konami code, burr, burr, burr. 
But it does make much sense, but it's a reference in a kid's movie, whatever. I mean, if that, that's probably the most Ready Player One moment in the whole movie, where it's kind of a little yeah. sweaty, but what are you going to do? Yeah. So he goes into the game code and finds the place where the metal's stored and puts in it into his huge inventory. Yeah. He has, so now he has the metal. Which suggests that he's been hoarding everything in the, secretly hoarding everything in the game for himself. Yeah. yeah. As the camera zooms back, it shows the whole code room, and there's a vanilla P von Schweet code, but it's not attached to anything like that. And other it's stuff sparking, is. which, uh, yeah, I guess mm -hmm. suggests her glitched out nature, yeah. Mm hmm. And then Felix and Calhoun are flying around looking for bugs, and he's being all googly eyed at her, and he's got that honey glow in his cheeks. <laughs> yeah. I love that voice actor. He, the way he sells lines like that is fantastic. Yeah. Right. He says he doesn't, you know, he just wants to tell her she's a real dynamite gal. And then she has a flashback to her tragic programmed backstory of her husband saying, Dynamite gal, dynamite gal, dynamite gal, dynamite gal. And then he got eaten. Yeah, and then she kicks the Felix out because she's having flashbacks again. And she's feeling yep, uncomfortable with intimacy again. Kicks him out right outside of the, the, uh, the, the castle. King Candy's the, castle, King's yeah. castle. So, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, he goes to the door and asks the Sourball, who's a character, kind of King Candy's right-hand man that is. Oh, I didn't get it. Sour Bill. Way. It's Sour Ball. It's the exact same. It's like one letter's different. Mm. Yeah. He's asked if they've seen Ralph, and the ball replies, We should have locked him up when we had the chance. We'll make that same mistake again. And he opens the trap door, and in he goes... Right? I, I don't get why they didn't get, um, oh, what the heck's his name? Uh, the guy that this is obviously supposed to be, uh... Slow guy? Yeah. Yeah, slow guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, not, not, not the guy who cuts off his thumb in UHF, but the other guy. Yeah, Wait, I okay, do What is that comedian's name? <laughs> what happens if I just go to Google uh, and type in slow guy? Slow guy comedian. <laughs> Are we talking about? Uh, I, 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 I'm assuming we're talking about the same guy, right? Yeah, of course we are. The super he's understated. The, uh, yeah, he's the guy that talks like this. Stephen Wright. Jokes. Yeah, Stephen Wright. Yeah. Oh, is he dead? <laughs> is there a reason why <laughs> I they, don't know? I, I don't I, think so. I think that's like one. I, I read the dictionary. I think that's one of the, the zebra did. It. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I love that guy. That was his entire routine. It was just the most obvious yeah. jokes, but told as slowly as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, instead they got, I think it's one of the directors doing the voice. Yeah, mm. and they're, they're not trying to rip off Stephen Wright, it's not like the thing where, they're, like, it's not like where they're trying to copy it like Edwin, but yeah, you can totally tell with the tenor of the character they were going for that kind of thing. But they're like, ah, fuck it, instead of paying Stephen Wright, we'll just have someone sound, we'll have one of the directors do a temp track where he's kind of sounding like Stephen Wright, but not really, but we'll just yeah. leave it for the finished film, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, so into the trap door, Felix goes down to the fungeon. And uh, Vanellope and Ralph are getting ready to race. And he's talking her up, getting hype and shit. And she says she forgot something, heads back to their hideout. And right then, the king shows up. And Ralph goes after him. Gonna beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> Just, I do to be love fair, he is going to, to beat be the fair, out of her. the king is an asshole. Yeah. You wouldn't hit, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> And he just hits him with the glasses. Oh, you hit me with the glasses. That's smart. That may be the second best line of the whole movie because it's just like, oh, I didn't expect that, but that was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Oh, Christ. So, <laughs> so 
<laughs> just, I just watched it now. I'm watching the movie. It's just, yeah. Just, it, I, this movie's cute. Oh, God. So, so the king gives Ralph his medal and says to hear him out. He's trying to protect Vanellope. Because if she gets the medal to Wraith and the kid picks her, they'll see she's glitching and they'll be put out of order and the machine will be unplugged. But she won't get to leave because she's a glitch. And it'll be gone, baby, gone. This is a good fake out because it really does make it seem like King Candy is at is is just working in Vanellope's best interests. Mm-hmm. But of course, it turns out he's just a fuckhead. But well, shit, nah. People love glitches. They'd be super stoked to find one in the game, provided it doesn't like do any harm to the game. I I don't know about you, but when I'm playing any Bethesda or Rockstar game and it glitches, I'm like, yeah. Yay! Unless it breaks my game, then I'm like, fuck this game. It's as garbage. As we know, glitches always do good things. Well, so I guess she was designed. I will later find out that she was. She's she's the she's the real true leader of. Uh, Sugar Rush, the the true royalty commander, whatever the hell you want to call. So I guess she was programmed mm-hmm. with the glitch in, like that's her superpower, I guess. Maybe. Which that's kind of weird, but you know, in retrospect, I'm kind of surprised I've never played a video game where a character glitching out wasn't a power. Like mm. I, that sounds like something that would have been in like one of the Saints Row games or something. But I, f- it might have been in what the fuck was the name of that that terrible game. That was, uh, oh, there, it was like a parody game. Uh, oh, God, it wasn't like one of those things where, like, they have a shitty tutorial and they make fun of how bad their tutorial is to kind of cover <laughs> up the fact they have a shitty tutorial? Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> uh, Will Arnett played it. What the fuck was the name of that oh, game? Oh, God, something, yeah, I think I know where, I, yeah. Yeah, it was, it's it's not Max Power because that's Homer Simpson's name, so it was something like Could that. Could someone mod Fallout 76 so all the characters sound like Vanellope Von Schweetz and that explains why that game so fucking bug-riddled at every turn? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You see the, did you see so, the guy tearing apart at GameStop because he couldn't get his uh, refund for Fallout 76? No, I didn't. He sounds that's, like a national treasure. Yeah, it's, yeah. To be fair, it's I can't GameStop. Get my refund, GameStop so has what it's coming to it, but yeah. I can't get my refund, so I'll cause damage that they'll make me pay for it to really show them. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Yeah. Uh, but King Candy seems to be He trusts Ralph to talk offer. some sense into her, yeah. and he brooms away. She comes back, has him kneel and close his eyes, and she gives him a medal she made her, by herself, and it says, To Stink Brain. And on the back it says, You're my hero. And it's in cursive, which no child anymore is doing cursive. So Especially. I find this hard to believe. Cursive written in uh, icing, which. Yeah. All, although, I guess of this game. Uh, so, on, on, the, on the iTunes version of the movie I have, uh, there's not too many special features, but one of the special features are three in world commercials that they made for the video games in this game. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, the Fix-It Felix commercial is, like, copyrighted 1982, and it's totally, like, VHS quality, like, something that was, like, a, like a commercial. It's a commercial put on by the arcade that, you know, this whole movie takes place in, like, Lampwick's Arcade or whatever the hell it's called. And then the Sugar Rush one is, like, I think it's copyrighted 1997, which I'm, which mm. kind of makes sense, because that would totally be, like, a Dreamcast-era, super-up, J-pop, Japanese kind of game. Although that doesn't mm-hmm. explain why that would only be be uh, be hooked up for the first time in this arcade in 2012, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe they got the the, the the game secondhand, and then um, the Heroes Duty game is current. And there's there's a great little thing that they do at the end of each commercial, at the end of the Fix It Felix commercial that takes place in 1982. There's a little thing saying, "Hey, come in and bring proof for your birthday, and we'll give you two free quarters." And at the end of the Sugar Rush commercial, you know, which takes place in 1997, it says, Come on in, bring proof of your birthday, and we'll give you four free quarters. 
And in the end of the Hero's Duty commercial they have for the arcade, that you know, it's supposed to be like, I guess, presumably 2012, it says, come in with proof for your birthday and we'll give you 50 cents off on your new Powercade arcade swipe card. Because presumably, even though we see people using quarters in the arcade, I guess they do have like um, the rechargeable credit cards that like most arcades have sw switched to these days. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was kind of funny, but yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Cool story. So, um, <laughs> this is the, that's my TED talk. <laughs> I've seen worse TED talk. Get that on your own podcast. Cool story, bro. <laughs> you long-winded son no. of a bitch. No, it was interesting. God, though. take a uh, breath. <laughs> so, uh, now comes Something. the annoying part of. Of every Disney the downturn. movie, the hero has to do something terrible and well, hurt the fair, people he cares To be fair, he thinks he's doing about. the right thing. He thinks he's saving her life. But yeah. he does it the most, like, this is code for child abuse kind of way possible. Yeah, he tells her maybe she shouldn't raise. She, Of course, she doesn't like the idea. And he says he's been talking to King Candy. And she calls him a traitor. And he says he's trying to save her. And it devolves into him smashing the car they made together. Yeah. Because, of course, he did. It's terrible because he starts smashing the car and she starts crying. And if you have this movie turned up and your your housemates don't know what you're watching, you think it's you're just watching child abuse. Because you just hear yeah. the smashing and a kid crying. It's like, what the fuck are you doing in that room? <laughs> Um, but yeah. So she she tells him he really is a bad guy as she cries and runs to her place. Yeah. And he's all and like, oh, I guess gets... I am a bad guy. He gets back to his game all sad style and goes to his penthouse where, oh, God, Gene is there. Gene, this is the day you do not want to fuck with fucking Wreck-It Ralph. So Dirtbag Gene tells him everybody abandoned ships when Felix did come home. And the plug is being pulled in the morning. Oh, this is when Ralph really, really... He, yeah, this is the first time he understands what's actually happening in his own game, yeah. Yeah, and he tosses Ralph the key to the penthouse and is saying he isn't, he's mad of his word. And Ralph says, this isn't what he wanted. And shit monster Gene asks, well, what did you want? And he's like, I don't know, I was just tired of living alone in the garbage. And this fucker says, now I can live alone in the penthouse. Hey, fuck you. If you had just been nice to him in the first place, none of this would have happened. So eat all the dicks in this bag, you this dumpster, is... he garbage, fucking Eugene. Ralph would be totally justified picking him up and ripping him in half. And yeah, throwing... instead of throwing his medal at the screen, he should have thrown Gene. <laughs> just, and he just pops like a blood balloon at the inside of the glass window of, of Record Ralph. Yeah, inside the monitor. Uh, but mm -hmm. that's what happens. He gets so upset, he throws his medal at the screen and. Uh, uh, which just happens to knock down the out of order sign covering up the, sc uh, the, the screen. Yeah. He has murdered the yeah. sun. <laughs> and he sees that Vanellope is on the side of the Sugar Rush machine. <gasps> so back to Sugar Rush game he goes, where he confronts the Sour Ball and threatens to lick him if he doesn't talk. Yeah. And, Sour and after sucking like, that no. ball, he tells. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I mean. After sucking. If Ralph's breath is as bad as everyone's been saying for the whole movie, that would be extra horrifying for Bill, <laughs> being yeah. being sucked yeah. on by Ralph. Yeah, and after sucking that ball, he tells him that she used to be a racer, but then the king deleted a bunch of her code. And he can't remember anything else because the king locked up everybody's memory. Really? Yeah. All, but... all Bill has to say is that the king's up to some shady shit, but he doesn't know quite what. Yeah. Yeah, but if she crosses the finish line in the race, she won't be a glitch anymore, and everybody will get the memories back. Yeah, it'll reset the game. Yeah, she's in the dungeon with Felix. In the dungeon. 
So Calhoun is upright and walking, just like Aurori of her namesake, and she sees <laughs> hundreds of eggs <laughs> on, on her egg-finding thing. Oh yeah, it's a little bit of the aliens thing. She's like walking in a in a in a chocolate plane, and she like detects a million eggs that's surrounding her, and she's like, "Huh, where could they be?" And at the last moment, she realizes they must be under her feet, and that's when the ground clasps under her feet. And then she says, yeah. sees that, yeah, it's just a giant cavern underneath the sugar rush that's filled with a bazillion eggs. And you have been roboting out for, like, the last 15 minutes. No! I'll fix it's it. It's fine. I st oh, I st I'll fix yeah, it, Yeah, I still Felix. get enough of your words, and I know it won't affect our recordings. But yeah. if you say something particularly hilarious and I don't laugh at you, it's it's probably because I didn't understand it. Yeah, okay. So, uh... The answer is for me not to talk. Mmm. Nobody needs that. No, silence is golden. So like Ralph Felix busts Felix out. Ralph busts Felix out of jail and wants him to fix that cart that he smashed. There's a funny bit yeah. right before Ralph shows up, though, where uh, Felix realizes mm. that one of the bars in his cell is weak and that he could, like, shatter it if he gets his hammer. And he taps it with his hammer, but, of course, reinforces the, the bar instead of breaking it. And he's like, why do I have to fix everything that I touch? I just thought it was funny. Because yeah. it's a funny so Felix, movie. It's funny. Felix rants about what's happened to him and says Ralph doesn't know what it's like to be rejected and treated like a criminal. And Ralph is like, yeah, I do. That's every day of my life. Which is why he left. He wanted to be good, but he now he, he knows he's only bad. Yeah, and this is now Felix's moment Felix's of realization help. that he finally understands how Ralph feels. <coughs> yeah. So, and if he does help him, he'll never try and be good again. So Felix helps him. Which is a great promise Ralph... for your hero in a movie. Which, you know, it's, that's kind of the whole point of the, making the villain your sympathetic hero in a film. But, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ralph breaks into Penelope's cell with her cart and says he knows he's been a stink brain, the stinkiest brain ever, and a bunch of other names. Yeah. And now the sugar people race. And Ralph tells her she doesn't have to win, she just has to get across the finish line. Which will reset she's yeah, gonna, the whole game and set everything yeah, back to but right. Yeah, but she's, she's going to cross that finish line, she's going to win. And now the race happens, and I'm pretty sure some of these car racers get straight up murdered in it. Oh yeah, people get fucked up, like someone gets shot with ice cream and turned into pie, and people shot through glass glass uh fucking gumball machines and mm -hmm. yeah some of these may i mean it's a video game so they presumably just come back alive you know for the next race but yeah these people are getting fucked up which to mm -hmm. be how we've seen they see them treat vanellope again just like the the fucking nice landers they all deserve to die that's true yeah but yeah yep. this is totally the scene where i would imagine miyamoto's watching this going ah shit we should have done half of this in mario kart ages ago yeah yeah so, uh, well, they they did have candy. They did, but they never used it like this. They didn't have like cool things like where you could shoot people with ice cream and turn them into pie. Yeah. yeah. Or like you know like other mode snowy ice cream levels and this this I mean it's it's you know but there's a difference between they a had movie Choco and a video Mountain. game in a real world video game. But like yeah. I don't know, like it would be great to play Mario Kart game that looks like this. I mean I love Mario Kart Eight, but shit. She. She. So, um, let's see. Vanellope has to get her glitching out of control because every time she gets a little stressed, it wigs her out a little bit and bounces it around. Yeah. But uh, well, it, and that was the it. pretense for the for the other racers beating her up in the first place, is because uh, they're claiming that they're afraid that her glitching can get everyone killed during her race. 
Yeah. Because she can't yeah. get it under control. And now and then, when she touched some of them, that would spread to them for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that which that to be fair, that would be freaky because your basic existence is being undermined temporarily by this lady who can't even keep her own existence under wraps. But like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, she eventually gets in the second place behind King Candy, <laughs> and uh, Calhoun finds Ralph, hits him, because he gone down fucked up this game now. So oh oh, the bugs are attacking, and everybody has to get to Game Central Station on the double double. On the racetrack, uh, Vanellope passes the king, crashes into her, and starts attacking her. And she glitches out, and he catches some of it, and it, sh it shows that he's Turbo. What a twist! Oh my god, yeah, which the design for Turbo is horrifying. Because he's kind of yeah. like an emaciated, almost skeletal King Candy. He's like pasty white mm -hmm. with his upturned nose, and like this corn yellow teeth and corn yellow eyes. And it's just like, Jesus yeah. Christ, whoever thought this was an appealing character design for the original version of Turbo Time is horrifying. So but, I, 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 yeah. I feel like I should have seen that coming, but it, it got me. It's, I didn't see that coming. I, after we, you had mentioned um, this being the, 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 the movie you wanted to talk about next, I felt bad after we recorded because I couldn't remember because I did mention that there's a character who sounds like Edwin in this movie and I couldn't remember if I had mentioned if it was the villain or not. Which, of course, that gives away the whole well, twist. Well, even if you had said the he's the villain, I would have just assumed it was King Candy, because King Candy's a dick. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, actually, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. But, you know, it is you nice. don't. I, I, I didn't expect Turbo to come back. I thought he was just the uh, linchpin for the exactly, calling yeah. of it Turbo. Well, especially even when King Candy was first introduced, he's all, like, going, like, oh, my God, Ralph, have you gone Turbo? <laughs> yeah. The way he's talking about tur Turbo, he's talking about like a third person, you know, like he's, he's made, I mean, of course, that's part of him covering up the fact that he is Turbo, like being all like, oh my god, are you Turbo? Are you going all Turbo? Like, you know, everybody, you know hey, that mean? wasn't bad for you, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> I think No, you shouldn't try, don't try again. No, just, just relish that one. Okay. <laughs> just put a medal on myself and say, okay, you, you, you got there halfway. Yeah, pat yourself on the, not the back, but maybe the shoulder blade. Oh, titty balls. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so, so uh, yeah, uh, Vanellope is kind of uh, jammed on the windshield of uh, King Candy's car, and she can't get out, and he's about to ram her into, like, a stalactite and kill her. Mm -hmm, but then she uses her glitch powers to pop ahead of it. Yeah, there's a brief, and, like, I've got to use the force moment where she closes her eyes, and she's like, okay, I've got to use my glitch for good. And then, yeah, I yeah. guess from now on, she's now able to glitch at will. And so, yeah, and she Turbo glitches away from Turbo, her. yeah. He gets eaten by a robot bug. Yeah. Which? And she's on her way, way to the finish. What? Which? No, I was gonna say like, I th you, th you think that's that that's how that character dies, but no, like he actually. Yeah. This is the. Ugh, there's even more grotesque turn coming yeah. up here. She she uses uh she's on her way to the finish line, but the ground starts spewing out bugs. Yeah, the finish line is no the longer. The bugs destroy there. the finish line. Yeah. Everybody runs toward Grand Central Station, but a force field keeps her from being able to leave. But Ralph really tries. And uh, Calhoun, him. he's trying to force her through, but it's not working. Yeah. Yeah, Calhoun says she needs to blow up everything, and without a beacon, the bugs will just keep destroying everything in sight. Yeah. And Ralph gets an idea, borrows Calhoun's hoverboard, cause he got some wrecking to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he gets to the top of the volcano, the uh, Diet Cola volcano. There's totally like a. They are, they're kind of ripping off the end of the Iron Giant here a little bit, where he like he flies up into the sky high above the uh, chocolate soda diet volcano thing that yeah, uh, Vanellope lives in, and he jumps off the hoverboard and he's like 
falling down towards the Mentos part, and he's like, he's repeating the mantra well, from the self-help. No, thing. hold, Bill, Bill, Bill. No, is that what happened? No, wait, you're you're you're, you're missing chunks. Oh, okay, because you said he just gets to the Mento thing. Yeah, he gets to the volcano and starts oh, punching the Oh, that's right. It's not that simple. Oh, okay, and he's like, right. one more time. And then the king, who's transformed into hor some horrific bug Jesus thing. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> starts attacking him, stating he's now the most powerful virus in the arcade and can take over any game he wants. And they fight. And the king gets Ralph, grabs him, and flies. shit going on here. <laughs> flies uh, up into the air and is like, oh, yeah. oh, look, it's your little friend. Let's watch them die together. <laughs> Game over. If you ever thought Edwin's Ralph. voice could be like scarily fucked up, like in a Pennywise kind of way, this movie pulls it <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah, and Ralph says, no game over before damn, just for me. Oh. And elbows turbo, and he starts to fall. That's when they he do holds the, the necklace. thing. Yeah, yeah he, hold, he holds the necklace, and then one giant meaty hand that Penelope gave him and says, I'm bad, and that's good. I will never be good, and that's not bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me. And he hits it. Uh, but Penelope is glitching super fast and grabs him before he lands in the soda. The, the burning hot Yeah, I guess she steals another functioning escape. car from out of nowhere just in time to, like, yeah, push him out of the way of falling into the, the lake of soda. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, all the bugs head into the light, including Turbo. He's like, oh, no, I don't want... I do like I'm that, yeah. And they all explode. And like, he's like, oh, no! And he's trying to resist it, but he can't. He just flies into it anyway. just kind of goes... And that's the end of Turbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Felix and Calhoun kiss, and uh, oh. Felix fixes the finish line, and they roll Vanellope across, and everything gets reset, and everybody gets their memories back, and which it turns out Vanellope's the princess so of the land, the correct ruler. So like it starts to rain gold, and she flies up into the air, and she's so less hotter now that you find out she's what? like this hand. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm making, <laughs> I'm making a joke about the end of Beauty and the Beast. But how she's brought back to life. Oh, okay, then... but the fact that it's a seven-year-old <laughs> made it really weird. I thought, it was, I, I, I thought she was a lot more bangable when she was just a 70-year-old homeless girl. Uh, but yeah, no, she's she's turns out she's <laughs> Princess Vanilla B. Von Schweetz. And she's mm -hmm, the secret ruler The correct ruler of, ruler Candy of the land. Yeah. And she says that everybody who made fun of her will be executed. But sadly, it's only a joke. Yeah, there's Calhoun's one of better alliances. Is like, oh, now this place finally got interesting. Which, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that's great. It's a little bit of moment of darkness you don't expect at the end of a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't like being a princess, so it'll be a democratically elected thingamabob. You'll be president von Schweetz. She'll yeah. just she'll just be a racer with the best power ever. Yeah. Glitching. And then uh, the arcade is about to open, so they say their goodbyes and leave as they call each other names. Ralph and her. And, Fart uh, racer uh, and. Nipple tits and yeah. Yep, nipple tits. That was my favorite insult. Nipple tits. Again, uh, I'm sure in the outtakes would be whatever. Yeah. So the the uh, fix it Felix Junior is working again, so it doesn't need to be sent away. And then uh, 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 Ralph tells his support group that he's taking it one game at a time, and now all the asshole people are being nice to him. Yay! And they got. They even got jobs in their game for the characters without machines on a bonus level. And, they haven't been this popular in years. It's Retro or some shit. It's kind of like... Uh, I know one of the more popular machines at Quarter World, which is the arcade that's literally two, two houses down away from my house. Uh, one of the more popular machines there, they have a hacked version of 
uh, Donkey Kong that lets you play as Princess Peach instead of Mario. You're rescuing Mario. And I, I kind of imagine mm. that's kind of like one of those things where there's probably a write-up in the local paper about this 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 local arcade has a conversion of Fix-It Felix with Cubert in it and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, no, this uh, he, everyone's he happy built, He built houses for the new characters and they're in the in the place with Felix's help. He was even the best man at Calhoun's wedding with no, no bugs. bugs in sight. Yeah. And the best part of his day is when he gets thrown off the roof because he couldn't see Sugar Rush and he couldn't see Vanellope Racing and he doesn't need a male to know he's a good guy. If that little kid likes him, how bad could he be? And Cue the shitty pop song to play over the <laughs> credits. Which is... You know what? As much as I give this movie props for not ending on a laugh, it actually does, like, it just ends on a very sweet note of him just kind of watching... One Vanilla might Racing. say it ends on something sugary sweet. <laughs> but I feel like it just, like, kind of quietly fades out. <laughs> oh. Licking your fingers the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, then it just dives right into the I will see you again, which I actually don't hate that pop song so much, but it's like a dance club hit, which mm -hmm. sounds like it's trying to be kind of like Gloria Estefan, kind of like slightly sexual, like the rhythm of the night. And it's just like a little bit like it's just the subject matter of the movie. It's not quite if there's presumably that's a song about uh, Ralph and Vanellope's relationship, which it's, it's a little bit too charged. I wouldn't say it presumably about that. I'd say it's just a song that they were like, yeah, that sounds like a top yeah, 40. They put it in yeah. there. Uh, but they do, uh, if you don't like that, though, if you stay to the very end of the credits, is it has the guys who did Pac-Man Fever did a, uh, a Wreck-It Ralph song <laughs> yeah. at the end. And so it's just like the last half of the credits just like, Wreck-It Ralph, he's got big hands. And just recapping the story of the movie, he's gonna do everything he can. Fenelope von Schweetz, she wraps up the streets. You know, it's just <laughs> like, yeah. Which yeah. I can see why they, that maybe wasn't the first song they kicked into with the, the end credits. That's a little bit more mm -hmm. dopey and less like, yeah, feel good. It's more just like, what is this? What the hell am I listening to? Even more than mm -hmm. the completely weird pop song but, anyway. but yeah the end credits are cute like you see all the characters running around like street fighter and stuff like that and yeah they do like the street fighter bonus level with yeah. Brave and stuff but it's a good movie. what'd you think it's a good movie yeah I'd, I'd watch it i'd watch it again just for fun yeah which is something i don't often get to say about <laughs> any other movies we watch ever well that's the nice thing about watching a relatively recent disney film you could at least expect a kind of minimum level of quality yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Next up, Big Hero Eight. Oh, have you Whatever never seen the fuck that? It's called. Or no, I'm sorry. Meet the Robinsons. Ugh. I'll go with the one that's even less remembered. Well, that's what I say. Even more like I'm talking about even more recent. Not even just like oh, well, that was Disney, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I it keep was. on getting that. Chicken Little. Was you want to watch Chicken Little? Was Chicken Little Disney? Yeah, it's oh, Zach Braff. My God. That's Chicken I Little. I thought that was like some DreamWorks shit. No. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's secretly a great film. Maybe. If we keep on doing this podcast, we'll probably find out eventually, because we're going to run out of material and have to start taking up the other Disney movies you haven't seen yet, but... Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, it's right off. It's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It's cute. It's cute. But yeah, that's a big... Yeah. It's cute. It's kind of innocuous, but, you know... No, I mean, innocuous yeah. is good, but I'm, it's, I'm it's a little sad. I'm... I, 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 I'm... My throat hurts so bad because I couldn't do my head win right, Aww. which is the, a whole reason to do this stupid thing. Do you want me to call it Phil Theobald and he could <laughs> loop your lines for you? 
No, that's Hello okay. there, I'm, I'm Daniel Russo. I, I, I do, I say all, I, I, all the time, whenever it's the other Mother, let's not be silly. I say that all the time, <laughs> but I can't do that now because of my throat. Yeah, no, I don't just... know if I've ever seen anything Edwin's been in besides Alice in Wonderland. Oh, he's in Mary Poppins. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen Mary Poppins. And that's the thing I really know him, because, yeah, he plays, like, a random guy that, like, Mary Poppins is friends with, and they go visit for no reason, and he's like, Oh, I love to laugh. Oh, ha ha ha. Yeah. Perfect. That uh, sounded extra awesome because of your robot voice that you've got. Oh, no, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, well, we were also talking about Wreck-It Ralph just as the new movie. I think it comes out on the day this episode goes live. Are you, mm. Would this tempt you into seeing Wreck-It Ralph 2? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't. I. I. I just know Disney princesses are in it. That's all I know is because the internet is like, oh, fucking Mulan in her casual wear. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's the terrible thing. Is it seems like most of the marketing I've seen for Wreck It Ralph Two is the the corporate equivalent of a fat guy showing off all the nerd, all the cool toys that he's bought in his basement, which is not mm. quite. It's. It that 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 I, as a fat nerd who likes to show off all the nerdy stuff, he, all the toys and stuff in his basement, like I I know that's barely tolerable, just even when you're just the fat guy. But when you're a multi-billion-dollar multinational company, that's even more like egregious. But yeah, I, oh yeah, all the trailers I've seen, it's like yeah, we, look, you we're gonna have Star Wars and Marvel and the Disney princesses, all your favorite things in this movie. That oh yeah, I guess it's still also a sequel to this movie that came out six years ago. But yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the reception is for it. Yeah, I'll probably wait till it comes out on video. I don't know if I need to see it right now, but, um, yeah. but, yeah, I was gonna say, it can't be worse. It can't. The Wreck-It Ralph two can't be any worse than the sequel to the movie I was thinking about doing next. But mm. I don't know if we're gonna do that because we're gonna have to take a week off next week because you're gonna be busy with. Yeah, stuff. it's it's been it's been 171 episodes and we're gonna miss our first week. Yeah, but that's fine. circumstances beyond all control. <laughs> a dinosaur ate my car. That's fine. Things happen <sighs> sometimes. Well, it's, it's, it's Thanksgiving week. No, it's fine. It's also Thanksgiving weekend, yeah, so I don't, it, um, it, well, you, you don't need to listen to our bullshit. Yeah, unless I suddenly decide to say, "Hey, Daniel, I made a podcast for you to upload," and just <laughs> 90 minutes Calliope music. Um, <laughs> you, I, I mean, you've done that kind of shit before. Well, exactly, on, yeah. Be on Boy Howdy. Um, oh yeah, I have two, uh, two little bits of trivia about uh, um, this movie before we go. Uh, mm -hmm. Versions of a video game equivalent of Roger Rabbit's uh, movie project had been floating around for decades at Disney, pretty much since the day Roger Rabbit came out. Uh, but nothing ever really happened with the concept until John Lasseter invited Simpsons director Rich Moore to take a stab at the idea. Um, mm -hmm. which, yeah, watching the making of the stuff for this movie, it's every fucking sentence. Everyone's, John Lasseter did this. John Lasseter came up with this idea. John Lasseter had mm -hmm. me do this, and it's like, oh, man, this shit has not aged well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, the original idea for the movie had Fix-It Felix as the lead character wandering into other games looking for a meaning to his existence. Which mm -hmm. then turned into more of a Mice and Men thing with Felix and Ralph wandering into other games uh, together as a duo. And then finally everything came together when it uh, decided that the story should focus on Ralph, who was the lo on the lowest rung of video game society and was the most sympathetic character in all the other treatments. And once the that happened, mm -hmm. everything kind of locked in. We're like, oh, okay, this is actually, this is even more interesting if you have the bad guy trying to be a good guy, but still wrecking everything around him and having kind of sticky mm -hmm. relationships with everybody and with the other people and other video games and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah. 
most of the other trivia about yeah. this game is like <laughs> the yeah, shit you called talking. it a game again. Yeah, the top thirty things you missed in Wreck It Ralph. Mm. So, but video games, Wreck It Ralph, Disney. Yeah, video it could have been so hey. much worse. It had Puka. It had, it had Puka. Puka, Puka's the best. Puka, Puka's the red dude you blow up in Dig Tug. Any any movie with a character named Puka in it can't be that bad. Mm. It's it's, yeah. it's one of the laws of nature. Yeah, Einstein sure figured is. that out. He woke up he one did. morning. He's like, "Hey, you know what, Puka?" Yeah, Puka. Okay, I should shut up because if Puka I'm roboting as bad as possible, I should not be talking anymore. Oh no, you're fine. Okay, it's, it comes and goes. Are you saying I'm glitching out? That's my superpower. Oh no, you're glitch. It's your superpower. Oh, and the yeah. very last thing that happens at the end of the movie, there's a uh, uh, there's oh kill screen. There's a kill yeah. screen at the end. Oh, I never noticed yeah. that before. Ah, How adorable, thing. They saw the King of Kong and they were saying, look at what happened to the kill screen coming up. Hey, they didn't really make use of the if you die in another game, you die forever thing. I guess they just wanted Sonic to have that up. for the, like, one or two parts of the movie where characters were in danger. Just, like, I guess mostly for the Nesquik scene. Because, yeah. oh, well, I guess there's the scene where Vanellope almost gets killed by King, or King Candy, but... Yeah, that's not really... But that would have been in her game. <sighs> that's a good point. Mm. Yeah. Eh, it's not perfect. Yeah, what are you yeah, going to do? Whatever. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, mm. so. Yeah. But yeah, we'll... we'll uh, yeah, it sounds like we'll be back in two weeks, and we'll have to figure out what we're going to be doing in two weeks. Mm -hmm. but it would take a vacation! Damn, a little bit of a break for me to digest all that Thanksgiving food. Yeah, clean your ear holes. trip to fan coma. Oh, we're going to come back. Whatever the next episode is going to be fucking amazing, though. It's gonna be so mm, good. So amazing. Oh, oh my so good. fucking god, so it's gonna girl. be great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, shit our pants with joy. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. Cause you have babies. No, it's fine. I'm roboting. I have I have more than one now? Oh no. I never know. All my nightmares have come I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope yeah, I know. You know, I, I, you know I don't know. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been a dad. I don't know how this works. Like, you know, maybe, maybe it's twins with just a delayed delayed birth period in between the two. The other one's still gestating. Mm, it's going to be a super rocket yeah. scientist that just needed extra time to cook in the oven. Mm. What? So get more of that amazing comedy on Twitter on Mudrin. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and, and I'm at the Grumpy Turtle and Tardy Podcast Twitter, Tardy Podcast Facebook, Tardy Podcast.com, Tardy Podcast, all the things, share us around shit, you know, get us going out there. Oh, that garbage. That's, Typical stuff. That bullshit. Slow guy comedian, go check out his work. Mm hmm. Stephen yep. Wright. Alright. And now I guess we'll go. No, I was going to say we're going to go play video games, but I'm probably going to go to bed because it's 7 15 and it's almost my bedtime. Yeah, that's welcome to being an adult, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to go play some Tetris VR. So, Well, no, Ooh. I can't because my well, how, VR are you? Set yeah, you can't really do that. Yeah, I'm going to go play Legend of Zelda on my Switch and just duct tape it to my face, and that's going to be my VR for a while. There we go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, so, thank you guys for listening to us. It's always really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening to us wreck it. When can I see you again? Now that song is in my head. We're just That's talking shit about it, but like, there's a pop song at the end of that movie. Hey, you know what? Just because it gets stuck in your head doesn't mean it's good. As somebody who's been listening to nursery rhymes uh, sung for babies, I'll oh, tell you no. what. <laughs> Can't you just get the kid? That shit, gets stuck in, that shit gets stuck in your head, and it is not good. Didn't... 
think they might be giants or something, but like that would be appropriate baby music. Uh, they're actually, uh, if you remember, uh, the president of the United States of America. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, the lead singer of that has uh, music that he does for kids. He by, goes by the name of Casper Baby Pants. <laughs> wow, okay, that's great. I know Raymond so, Scott, the guy who did a lot of the musical and, tunes and, uh, that the Warner Brothers cartoons ripped off. Like, back mm. in the 50s, he was doing some of the first like electronic music ever. And one of his first mm. albums was like a, uh, an album of baby music. And it's horrifying. Mm. It's frightening. <laughs> nice. Because it's electronic mu- uh, music for babies, but it's all like... It's like, yeah. no, what, what? I mean, and uh, they and be giants do have a bunch of children now. I know they did John's, at least once. Yeah, well, one long John's time. only ten and a half months old, so he's not... He, it does usually for older kids. Oh, okay. Well, I think you can listen so. to some ska or something like that. Ew, no. The skanking baby. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. We gotta go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Until next time, everybody. Keep filling your holes in pop culture. Okay. Take care, guys. I can fix it. Goodbye. Ricky's gonna build his back. Fix it, fix it, Felix, as fast as you can. Use the magic hammer you got from your old man. Cause you know Rick and Rob will let their building stand. You know you can do it with your car.